he was like, you know what, um, you know, we'll, we'll pay you blah, 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 blah. But can you take the, can you take the Twitter thing down? And I was like, I'll take it down if you pay me the money. And he was like, okay, um, I'll see you 150 right now. He owed me like $380. Whoa. Wow. He sent you 150 When Zeus cuts the check, Zeus cuts the check. Period. You know? And, we and, and they have budgets. No. <laughs> Zeus is probably the only company um, in the TV world that I work with that actually has a budget. So he says, T you know, Zeus Network is the only TV well, yada, yada, that has a budget. And I'm just curious to know where that budget was when it came to you, you know? Welcome back to another episode of the Petty Headquarters. We are on episode seven. It's unbelievable. I'm your host, Tiana Locke, and this is my lovely co-host. Mm, hello, everybody. It's Jesse Strange. Ooh. What's up? What's up? Can't yes. believe it's episode seven already. I know. It's pretty crazy, but <laughs> we've been we've been doing our big ones and, and we've been ignoring the noise. Um, so yeah, with that being said, today's episode is supposed to be a very special episode because we will be interviewing a very special guest. Yep. Um, but first we are gonna continue with our usual and then after that the interview will take place later. Yes, so we'll intro the person we are interviewing later, but it kind of fits into the topic of today's uh discussion. Yes. I'm really so, excited. But before we get into the topic, how are you feeling today? Let's talk about us for a second. What about us? <laughs> I just like, wanna, you know, see what's up. Like how do you feel? How are you feeling today? You know, how does it feel to be on episode seven already? Like time has been it's been pretty it's been fast paced. In I my mean, opinion. it feels good to be um on episode seven. I feel like I'm feeling pretty neutral today. I'm chilling, nice. but it, it is kind of crazy to be on episode seven right now, but it doesn't even feel that crazy because we just keep moving. Mm -hmm. So it just feels routine at this point. Wow. So okay. I don't know. It's exciting, though. Mm -hmm. We're still very new, but it's still great just mm -hmm. to see how this is all coming together. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I agree with you on that. It's cool. Um, I feel like we got here pretty quickly and I feel like. I, you know, when we started this, I was overthinking on like, oh my God, like, what are we going to do when it comes to like, because obviously the first episodes, we already knew what we were going to talk about. Yeah. And then, you know, at a certain point, it's like, oh, what are we going to talk about? But it kind of has just been falling into our lap. Yeah, it's been flowing. It's been flowing pretty seamlessly to me, in my opinion. All the stuff that we've been talking about. Yeah. We don't really ever find ourselves like stressing or fretting, like, oh, what's the topic for yeah. next week? Or, you know, it just kind of just flows. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it comes to us and it just works in some weird, mysterious way. Yeah. And it fits what we're talking about. It yeah. fits our topics. It fits everything. So, yeah. So, good. Good. Just wanted to check in on you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay so anything else you want to say um no i feel good i feel mm. great i'm excited to talk about today's episode because we again 
we let you guys in on a little bit on like an hour into our relationship, but the petty headquarters is the headquarters outside of the cameras. Like we've been talking about this and we're excited to bring it to the table because there are certain things and opinions that I've held back from our conversations. Yeah. Yeah. To save it (laughs) for this raw, authentic conversation that we have here so i'm excited to get into it today all right (laughs) all right so basically we are going to be creating a discussion around a question and that question is is zeus network trustworthy can they be shady and we are going to obviously bring up some events and some situations and Give you guys the research and all that shit with the receipts. You know, we come with the receipts. And really, this this kind of topic fall, falls onto us. Like, this this came about because, um, well, it kind of hit our radar when Stun a Girl, right. you know? Stun a Girl came when- out and had talked about Lemmy and Zeus Network because of her resentment towards them not giving her the money that she wanted and her basically bad-mouthing Zeus Network and mentioning all this shady stuff, which we'll get into. In regards to Stunner Girl, she had ticked to Instagram to share some tweets, I guess, after Lamel Plummer, the CEO of Zeus Network, threw shade at her on an interview. Yeah. So she went to Instagram and posted on her story and said, the CEO of Zeus is a weird freak-ass who fucks all his cast members except me. I'm not going for that. He over there giving bitches chlamydia and disrespecting them. He mad he can't disrespect me or treat me anyway. how he does them. He mad he can't disrespect me and treat me anyway. how he does them because he know what's up with my husband. He know what the fuck going on. I had 250K followers, not 100, and my page was deleted for a year. That's the only reason why my followers is at that number. Every show we went to, the crowd only knew my music. And one other person, Ben had viral records and big features before going on there. But my personality and drama is what put you on, is what put me on. You so mad, I left, get over it. Yeah, so she... Posted that on Instagram, and I have my opinions on Stunner Girl when it comes to what she did and what she said. I I mean, there was more, right? Yeah, so there's more. So we're just going to share all of the stuff that yeah. she posted on her story. Um, and these are going to be very quick. So she also posted, because she went on a rant on her story. Basically, She yeah. also posted, be beating on the bitches all day having weird domestic violence going on. So he's always in a bad mood, LMAO, and want to take it on everyone else. That was another story that she posted. Another story that came right after was, and I dare one of you bitches to get on here and defend Zeus. I'm going to start saying y'all names. Then she also continued and said, all motherfuckers do is sit around talking about me and interviews and posting shade about me paying blogs to fuck with me. I'm not one of them. Y'all going to see how I'm going to be bitter Y'all going to see, I don't understand, you know, punctuation, people. Anywho, y'all going to see how I'm going to be bitter about something. I decided to quit and leave. LMAO, y'all make no sense. These bitches talk shit about Zeus and be right back. I could have easily came back like they was begging me to, but I didn't want to because it just ain't worth it. And then she went on to call him an evil short perv, R. Kelly, a.k.a. L. Kelly. 
harsh, so, harsh, harsh words. So yeah, she really had a lot to say about Lemmy, aka Lamel Plummer, and yeah, um, our biggest concern with that is you went back to the show after you did your season with Baddies West. Right, that was my biggest thing where it was like, okay, cool, right? Right, right. You but what what really threw me off at first we thought it was funny when Stunner Girl cuz that was like the 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 cherry on top because she's been dogging Zeus and Lemmy prior to that. Prior to when this, they yes. first denied her and she first left. Yeah. And and I feel like that's the problem, right? So if you left it at that from the beginning, we don't have the post, but she she mentioned about uh she so, was just talking shit about Zeus and not willing to pay. Yeah. Her so the basically price. what it was was that she wanted to be paid 20k per show. So they refused to do that and she decided, well, you know, if you're not going to pay me what I'm worth, I'm not what sense does it make? Right. Like cuz we're clearly going to these different events performing like, what's the point of that? That doesn't make any sense. Right. Seeing that it's the talent that make your show, which is which she's right. Right. But how she went about it was just not the right way, in my opinion. How do you think she should have went about it? Uh, how? Yeah. Um, how? I feel like if she just left it at the at the first post, mm-hmm. it would have been all cool. But the fact that she kept dogging Zeus, it kind of became of a of a bitter bitch kind of story in my uh-huh. opinion um because i get you know you made the you were the the show's favorite in my opinion you had gained a lot of fans after that and then to sit there and i agree you know ask for more but to dog a show dog a network that not only gave you more followers and exposure which we'll get to right um but then to sit there and say, oh, yeah, you know, you're a predator. You're this, you're that. When you decided to go back to the show to begin with and mm-hmm. then got mad. The only reason why you left was because they didn't give you the money. Because I guarantee you if they gave you your money. Like you would have been OK with all of those. A hundred percent. None of this stuff would have even come out. A hundred percent. So I feel like if she would have just left it at the first time that she had told everybody because they were pissed that they told that that she mentioned that she was no longer a part of the show. They were pissed about that. Mm-hmm. And that's when the she said the beef started. But then, you know, there's been some turmoil. And then what really got her to say all that shit was when he went on Academics podcast. And there was a clip where he said, you know, she started off at 100, 150K followers online. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when Baddies West came out, she gained, she's at one point something million now. Mm-hmm. And not for nothing, Stunner Girl. Listen, I love Stunner Girl. Y'all know my opinions on Stunner Girl. Right. I'm a true Stunner Girl fan, but I can call a bitch when she's wrong. And she's wrong because, yes, the only reason why people knew your music was because you were in the West Coast. Right. And you were in Sacramento. You were in the areas in which locally, region wise, you were, you're, you were pretty known you were there. that girl exactly right. but like but, let's be real when you came to baddies west a lot of us did not know who you were and that's when we were put on to who stunner girl i was. had no idea who right. the fuck stunner girl was on the east coast all right. the way on the other side of the country bitch we don't right. know who the hell you are right so it wasn't until baddies until we really got to see who you are and i feel like a lot of people especially on the east coast can agree we didn't know who the fuck you were. Right. We didn't. And you you didn't have that fan base. And 
you can make all these excuses and I feel like it, it, it stems from ego. <coughs> oh yeah, it's a hundred percent all it ego. It stems from ego to say, oh, the reason why my numbers weren't this because I was the I wasn't active and my whatever. You can make excuses. At the end of the day, the reality is you went on Zeus, you went on baddies, and you gained all this exposure. That's the reality. You you can't use a, a hypothetical scenario to to fit your narrative when that wasn't what happened. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, yes, you may have been like not active online, and that could have stunted your growth a little bit. But it didn't bring you to where you are now. You maybe right. would have been in the three hundreds and the five hundreds even. I'll right. give you that. But to hit one point something million, let's be real. Baddies West hit fifty nine million views. You got a lot of your exposure from Baddies West, right? Let's 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 keep it a buck, right? And that's I agree with you a hundred percent. Um, I guess that is the main thing that a lot of people were talking about. It's like you know, if they had said, "All right, let's pay you twenty k per show," you would have been totally fine with being on that platform and getting your money up. At the mm. end of the day, I feel like for her, it's about money. Yeah. And so to bring up all this other stuff as if you actually care about the allegations against <laughs> Lemmy, knowing that it's really just mo- about monetary gain for you. I don't understand. I didn't see the point in doing that. Um, but when she did go to Instagram to say what she said, Christina Rome, that's actually an OG bad girl from season nine, she took to Twitter to repost one of her posts, but she also said, I wasn't the first girl. I wasn't the only. As more stories begin to surface, I realized I was not the last girl. We have the power, the fans, the supporters, the TV personalities, the audience, speak the truth. God will handle all unjustly actions accordingly. And the quote that she reposted, she retweeted Stunner Girl's tweet that said, be beaten on cast members having domestic violence going on taking it out on everybody else because he in a bad mood so christina rome has talked about this before in the past where she said that she did have like sexual relations with lamel Plummer. Really? i guess nobody yeah it was a yeah it was in the past like around baddie's atl time years ago but i guess no one really took it seriously or really said anything about it. But I guess ever since this whole thing resurfaced again with Stunner Girl saying what she said, she did come out and talk about that as well. Again, I don't really know what anyone hoped to gain out right. of this. Because, no, let, let, really where I'm let, me, let, me, let me say this. Like, I don't know about these allegations, however... We all know that this entertainment industry is fucked up and these people are fucked up and these people just be doing whatever the fuck they be doing. So again, it is not far-fetched. Right. You don't put it past them. You don't put it past them. So it's like all this shit that she said about Lemmy, listen, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh my God, she's wrong. And I'm not going to sit here and say, oh my God, I believe it. It's fact because I don't know that. Exactly. Um, Not picking sides in this situation. However, I'm just calling it how it is. For Stunner Girl, it seems more about money not really about exposing anybody or right. I guess just because of your ego, you want to expose people. It is more about money. The main, the main um, denominator is money. And then with Christina, it just felt like she wanted to hop on something that I guess she already had said in the past and no one believed her. So maybe she wanted to 
re-express that moment because fuck it yeah like you you are a piece of shit but christina also participated in baddies atl as well and then came back for another season but left with the money really allegedly according to natalie and the Mm. cast member of baddie south she was supposed to come back and she didn't come back so I don't know what the scenario was and maybe like she already expressed her issues with Zeus Network and how she just refuses to work with the network again. Right. You know, as she should, like, you know, of course, protect your peace, protect your soul. But we all know about, you know, bitches saying they're going to they never coming back when they come back like Roly. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And. Look. We don't know the truth, right? Right. At the we, end of the day, we, we don't know shit. We don't know. And until there's no offense, until there's like hardcore truth or like facts, there's no way we can really say any of this. Cause at the end of the day, there are people who are willing to lie to spread their narrative or twist the narrative. And honestly, this is this is unfortunately what happens when there's alcohol, drugs, and, and and reality TV, this type of environment. We talk about it time and time again. We talked about it with Black China. We talked about it with, um, well, Vicky. This is the environment you kind of set yourself up in, not justifying anything and not saying that if those allegations are true, that they're justifiable. Because at the end of the day, everybody should have consequences to doing things that are illegal. 100%. However... What's the motive here? And I feel like that's really what, you know, the you know, none of this would have been said if Stunner Girl would have gotten her 20K per show. Right. Christina, I don't know this girl. And I did see that tweet that she had mentioned. Um, but I don't know this girl and, and I don't understand her motive and even one more chance. Right. He came that's out with a tweet. Right. He did say that. Oh, you, you guys still owe me my Bentley. Yeah. So this is where, I, you know, I was like, yeah. There's a lot of weird shit going on with Zeus Network, but it almost feels like, you know, the bigger the network gets, mm-hmm. you know, people want to drag people down. And I just don't know where my where my where I stand in all this, because I feel like these people are quick to agree to say yes to be on the show and they're quick to to be the affiliated with the show uh-huh. and with and with the network but then yeah. when things don't go their way all of a sudden all these allegations come out and it's like well if things went your way would you have said anything to begin with right and is that genuine and then at that point you know yeah i think these are some real tough questions that i don't think people can really answer because at the end of the day, no one, no one's perfect. Right. But you, I just feel like you have to be a specific person joining Zeus Network. Yeah. Knowing, <laughs> like knowing all, knowing their track record, knowing what they're about, knowing that there is an emphasis on raw, that you're not that safe. Even if they tell you you're safe, you're not that safe. So it's like you kind of have to be in a specific mental to even want to be on that network already Mm -hmm. to be on a show on the network. Like, I don't mean working with them, like working as what the people in the background, like we're production team. I'm talking about being talent on a show. Correct. 
you really have to be a specific individual. And again, it just shows like if you are okay with the network, as long as you're getting paid. It says a lot about you. Exactly. Yeah. Because then as soon as you didn't get your Bentley or you didn't get your 20K per show, all of a sudden, all of these things come out that you knew about while you were on the show and on the network. Correct. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like it's just one of those things. Um, But yeah, Stunna had also tweeted something else, which I thought was interesting. She took to Twitter and she said, give VH1 and Oxygen their flowers. They are the blueprint for reality TV, the originals. They made these other reality networks. Now, I had a huge problem with that tweet because, first of all, VH1 and Oxygen are known for doing very fucked up shady shit to their talent, their cast members. When it comes to those reality TV shows, they set people up the same ways this network did on Oxygen. They even got sued. Worse yeah. and worse, in so, my opinion. So, like, I'm sure the, the sorry. I'll, I know you have some stuff to say. So, like, I'm just gonna say a few yeah, stuff yeah. here. Like, Oxygen, for example, um, they even got sued by the Claremont twins when the Claremont twins were on Bad Girls Club, and the reason for that was because the production allowed those girls to destroy thousands of dollars worth of product, clothes, shoes, makeup. Stood by, let let the girls do whatever they want. Didn't care. Um, so their product, their stuff wasn't protect, pro- protected. And another thing that they did was they actually refused to give a cast member her medication just for her to act out for ratings and stuff like that. And another thing is that they didn't give these girls their phones for like three months of filming. They did not give these girls their phones. On Zoom's Network, you at least have your shit and the cameras turn off at some point. Oxygen, them cameras stay on at all times right right so i want to take it back to even the the comment because i totally i can see why she said that in regards to giving quote-unquote like they paid the way for you right oxygen giving oxygen their flowers but my biggest problem with that is oxygen is owned by nbc which is owned by this lady called Glenn some something. She's white. Let's keep it at that. Zeus Network is black owned by Lemmy Plummer, right? And my thing is, in my opinion, while doing this research, is that oxygen was worse. I was doing my research on this topic and I didn't know about the Claremont twins until you mentioned them. And it's one thing to hear about it, and another to actually see what they actually aired online. And I could not believe, not online, on TV. I could not believe how messed up that shit was. Like, like how you, there's one thing to really throw a mattress in the pool and, and throw some clothes. And, but they destroyed it. And to think that production sat there and recorded everything. And you got to understand something. We come from, you know backgrounds of where we've been on set what you see is only cuts of Mm -hmm. the actual production so if there was so much that was shown that they had destroyed and to think that there was more on camera that they cut out yeah is sad to me it's so it was it broke my heart because i am big on fashion i'm big on all that shit so i can't even imagine paying thousands of dollars on makeup and all their expensive clothes and to see the 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 it was just 
barbaric what they did to their stuff. Mm-hmm. I could not believe it. And to think that that was okay. And no one questioned that. I'm like, yeah, sure. That honestly was the downfall. That was of- the season Jayla was on too with yeah. the Claremont twins. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And you know, yeah. no one, I mean, the ratings did go down after that because yeah. people were mm-hmm. uh, in shock that this was even a thing. Like, why did you think that this was okay? And, and, you know, a lawsuit did come out of it. Yeah. And uh, the Bad Girls Club was never the same after that. Yeah. And like you said, there were people who did not, who did not, were not allowed to have their medication. Mm-hmm. There were people, like, they did not have their phones. Mm-hmm. And even there were, like, small petty examples. For example, I forgot what season, but basically they would have the girls' big pictures up on the wall of this of the cast. And, like, production would do some weird shit, like put an X on a girl's face. Yeah, just to start drama. Just to start drama when they're getting along too well. Yeah. And the petty little shit like that, and it it became such a thing that people would notice. And, 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 And not for nothing, early days of Bad Girls Club, there was a lot of racism allowed on that show. Like, they did not care. And that was just the times back then. Like, for real. But I love how now we have Zeus Network and... We have all of this. So, yeah, all this weird shit went on with Oxygen. And, yeah, they got a lawsuit. But no one was sitting there talking about, oh, you're promoting a degrading black people. You're you're ruining culture. Whatever the fuck they say about Lemmy. They're not saying that about Oxygen. They didn't say that. There were a few people. But it wasn't as diehard as it is now. And I feel like it's kind of hypocritical for people to sit there and say, we support black-owned businesses. But then the only person, the only streaming platform owned by a black man, y'all want to sit there and say you're ruining society, you're, you're, you're shining light, you're, you're, you're tainting black culture. It, it doesn't make any sense to me because before Lemmy, there was oxygen and before that there was vh1 there and like we've mentioned before there's all these reality tv shows that have done the same thing and and here's where i disagree with most people i think lemmy does a great job at what he does here's why because the difference between lemmy and and zeus is that And this is something that they did on Baddies East, which Scotty had mentioned. Here's how production, because at the end of the day, reality TV needs drama. But Oxygen went about it by maliciously going to mess with people, allowing a lot of messed up things to happen in regards to that, and even stirring drama when it didn't need to be. What Lemmy and Zeus Network, I see, have done is that they obviously coordinate drama, but in a way where they allow the players to play themselves. They specifically choose the cast members, especially on Baddies East, which is why they're hyping it up to be one of the most iconic baddies based off of their beef. There, there's already beef before all of this. They don't even have to get involved. And I think that's absolutely genius because you don't have to be petty and sit there and put an X on a girl's face when the girls are going to do that on their own because prior to the they show... They don't fuck with each other. Right. And that's, <laughs> that is what's the difference. So why are y'all so quick to hate on Lemmy when Oxygen was doing worse things? Now, what would you say about the incident where they definitely did set up that fight with Krishan and Lil London? Oh, because they said that that production was talking in her ear. Yeah. Um, Making it seem like Low London was like, oh, I don't know who Kashan is. Who are you to be late when it wasn't even like that? I mean, 
that's what's gonna happen and it happened in oxygen and it happens in all reality tv it's just a he said she said thing right so obviously i'm not mad at it but they're not sitting there allowing fucking thousands of dollars to be destroyed like that whole incident with stunner girl that was old tommy yeah no one and even that was an uncontrollable situation right they were not in a controlled environment and let's be honest when stunner girl's around she her man is a shooter so it's like (laughs) as for as long as you know you're casting someone like stunner girl you know that there's a possibility there's gonna be gang violence let's keep it a buck like that's just the the environment that she comes with and that's just the people she'd be around like that but they know that that's why they casted her. That's why mm-hmm. they like her because she mm-hmm. brings, you know what I'm saying? She brought exactly. the drama, right? Exactly. Let, let's keep it that way. And exactly. Tommy too. Exactly. Like, yep. so it's like, they didn't sit there and say, oh, you're going to jump. Like Oxygen would literally have these girls like coordinate jumping, hazing. Yeah, hazing the was jumping a big thing. was so bad. Not for nothing. Like Bad Girls Club, like when they allowed the jumping a little too much and towards the later the, the seasons. Later seasons, yeah. I was not okay with that. That made me so uncomfortable. Yeah, you can see like, it. Like, they would not even break it up at all. Right. And it was just so bad. And that's, and that, and the, not only were the fights That's why long, a, lot of, a lot of people stopped watching BGC, Bad Girls exactly. Club, because of that. It was like, oh, what are y'all doing? Like, it doesn't even feel authentic anymore. Right. It was, there was a lot of hazing. Hazing was allowed, at least in, in the, where do you see hazing? In baddies, East and West. There was hazing in bad boys, but like, that's boys. That's guys, bro. Like, that's what they do. Like, let guys be guys. They can handle it. But and like, it wasn't even that extreme, though. Bro, they had these two girls. I've seen these two yeah. girls getting powdered and stuff like that. Yeah. It was really hard to watch. Yeah, the and twins. I, yeah, yeah, the twins. And I was like, bro, I was disgusted. And then and, and honestly appalled that, like, people really had something to say to Lemmy. But they, they, they really are going to let Oxygen just sit here and, and do all this. But it just makes me wonder, like, do people have something to say about Lemmy because he is technically the face of this network? Whereas Oxygen, you don't really see a face. Oxygen is also owned by NBC. You don't really see a sole person representing for these companies. Do you think that contributes to why people don't really know who to blame, so to speak? No, because at the end of the day, right, like Oxygen is, no one knew who Oxygen was prior to Bad Girls Club, and now they don't know Oxygen at all. Because of who, what do they have, right? It's like at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who's the face behind the business, because let's just take Lemmy out the, 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 the thing. Zeus Network, we'll blame Zeus Network. At the end of the day, Zeus Network is black owned. It doesn't matter who you know, who's the face, who's not. It's like, why are you so quick to come for Zeus and criticize Zeus when y'all was watching Bad Girls Club and, and let it go on for how many seasons? 16? Yeah. 17. 17 seasons. So. We're only on season four on, yeah. on, on Baddies, on, yeah. on Zeus Network, and y'all are, 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 are using this narrative that I don't completely agree with. I really don't. And I don't think, honestly, as crazy as it is, I really don't think that Zeus is that bad. Okay, so now let's let's just transition now into I know you are talking about Lamel. Um he did do an Lemuel. interview. Lemuel, that's how you pronounce it. It's his like name? Samuel, but like Lemuel, I was Lemuel. mispronouncing his name the whole time. I thought it was Lamel. <laughs> no, it's Lemuel. Lemuel sounds ugly. Well, like, yeah, it's like Lemuel. Can I just say Lemmy? <laughs> I think Lemuel. I'm gonna just say Lemmy. Lemmy. <laughs> 
Well, why are you saying mule like that? Like, Lemuel? Because that's what it sounds like. Lemuel sounds so ugly. Yeah, it's like Samuel, but like Lemuel. 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 Okay, Lemuel. 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 DJ Academics was asking him some pressing questions, even though it took him forever to get to the point. He brought up a point about showing Krishan Rock smoking a blunt or rolling up a blunt on the show, Crazy in Love, on Zeus Network while pregnant. Mm -hmm. And he mentioned that. And I guess I have a question for you. But first, I'll. Yeah, he asked for it. Like, what did. Does he believe that he has moral responsibility? On what he puts out. On what he puts out, right? right. Long story short. And Lamel, Lemuel, <laughs> Lemmy was basically saying that, <laughs> basically saying that, you know, like Zeus Network is raw, like authentic. We just want to show the real and keep it real, but didn't necessarily answer the question in terms of does he feel like he has full responsibility on what he's putting out? Then he went on to say that, like, you know, he doesn't really see things, like, until later, like, mm-hmm. you know, and that was that whole thing. So, I guess my question for you is, do you think it was okay to show Krishan Rock smoking while pregnant? <laughs> I feel like I have to be that other person. Yeah. I know where you stand. No, no, I know, I know. I, I, I get it gonna have me canceled out here nah i'm just kidding um you know this is a tough one for me to answer because i feel like the answer is not what a lot of people are gonna want to hear and i understand both sides i'm very look i'm never for smoking while pregnant drinking while pregnant i don't drink i don't you know what i'm saying so it's like to me the message is fucked up right the message is messed up and Here's my answer. <laughs> is it right? No. Right? Morally, no. It's it's messed up, right? But so is shooting. So is drugs. So is all this jumping and fighting. And so is all this stuff. And I feel like, well, let me dance around the question and kind of answered, like, you know, not so, not directly. And she kind of danced around it, but basically said that, you know, as a CEO, he gave kind of like bullshit answers because I know he saw it. He said, oh, I didn't see it. It wasn't clearly wasn't that much of a hype or that big of a deal if he didn't see it as right away until like he said he saw it weeks later or some shit like that, like later on. And and here's my thing. I call bullshit. I think he definitely knew what he was doing. I think that it's not it's not far fetched that he knew what was going on. Maybe not at the moment, but when there's editing and when they're fucking seeing it, he definitely saw that and let it go. I have to say that most people bitch about censorship on youtube censorship on all these platforms even you know regular tv y'all complain that a lot of shit was censored and taken out and you know you can't win at the end of the day this conversation because it's just it's just meant to 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 be this y'all want to bitch about censorship but then get mad when the raw is put out in front of you and i feel like let me is big on being raw and he answered it like that he's like it you know this is the real life and and he stands on that and i can't be mad at someone especially in today's age where everything is censored 
that he put something raw and hard to swallow. And he mentioned euphoria. And he mentioned all these hard pills that, you know, euphoria took a, is something raw, like very raw, you know, and, and, and it's controversial and no one made that a big of a deal. Right. Well, they did make it a big deal. However, they did not use the notion or the narrative about the black community. Right. Or bring up race at all. Right. And I think that's that's really the thing for me. I feel like with Zeus Network, people are so quick to say, oh, you're ruining the black community. Right. But won't say that about other things other that white promote company. the same thing. So I just feel like there's a discrepancy and I don't know why that is. I don't know why there's this weird overcompensation to be seen a certain way which i get it historically white people have made black people look bad historically and even that, in the media exactly everything media whatever the case may be so of course there is this push to show us in a different light because again they lied a lot of them lied but now as we are seeing this new push of like media where we do have more black creators where we do have more black directors producers in the industry we are seeing more representation for us and more stories that are not stereotypical i would just think that now we would change the narrative yeah and and i agree i agree wholeheartedly and i think going back to the question is it right no but do i you can't be mad at someone to say they're going to keep it real, even when the real is hard to swallow. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is the problem with people. People want to believe that, oh, yeah, I love I love the truth until the truth hurts. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it's like at the end of the day, this isn't for your this. this Zeus Network isn't under the category of education and fucking right. science. <laughs> this It's literally entertainment, which right. means that if you're looking at this as inspiration, then you personally have to go read a book. Right. Put down Zeus Network, go right. unsubscribe, and mm-hmm. go read a book and mm-hmm. actually educate yourself. Go fucking open up Disney mm-hmm. and, and go do that. Like, <laughs> not Disney. Bro. Yeah, read, like, you know, go <laughs> those Animal Planet, you know, videos, go learn something right. new. Right. Because if you're looking at Krishan and saying, yeah, if she can do it, I can do it, then you, my friend, need to go to college and need to go to school or no disrespect, but like, for real, to to be able to look at that and say, if she can do it, I can do it too, or allow that to, or say that, oh, you're 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 platforming something that's not. These things exist, be, even without Zeus, right? There are people, people who should not be parents who do horrible things, and and that's just the reality, right? And I just feel like people want to be mad. People want to be mad at Lemmy and 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 blame him and blame Zeus Network. But I cannot be mad at somebody who says they're going to keep it real and keeps it real. Like, like, that's just really what it is. So going back to the whole, like, Zeus Network holding Lemmy responsible type thing, I feel like the only way I can really explain this is to, it's kind of like in comparison to video games. Like, when you think about Grand Theft Auto and all of those games, People come out with those, people have played those games and then parents or whoever would say, oh, it promotes violence, it does this, but it's kind of like, you know, you need to have parental guidance and make sure you're monitoring your child. And also as your child gets older, make sure you are definitely teaching your kid right from wrong and 
just being there constantly just to make sure that they develop these mental values and morale so that they know better. Like, yeah, this is for pleasure and fun. Do not do this outside in the real world. Like, you know what I mean? The same way as you watch Suits Network, again, it's for entertainment. Do not go outside and act crazy or think you can be this and do that. At the end of the day, that's not to take away from, like, again, these stories and these narratives that are being portrayed on the network. These are some real people stories. So I don't want to take that away from it, too, because there are some people that really do experience this shit. But um, I feel like that's the only way I can say it. And then another thing for me is like people seem to forget that Zeus Network is not TV. TV programs and stuff that are on TV obviously have a lot of guidelines and restrictions that streaming platforms don't need to follow. Right. Like, you know what I mean? I think people forget that. Like, yeah. this is a streaming platform. It's not TV. Like, even with Lemmy and DJ Academics, DJ Academics can sing, oh, but on TV, like, they're not TV, though. Yeah. That's what you people keep forgetting. They're not TV. They're a streaming platform. Exactly. It's a great comparison with the with the game, video games. Because that's it's what people do. Like, true. with Grand Theft Auto, like, yeah. a lot of people yeah. complain, like, oh, this promotes violence. Yeah. And it's kind of like the same thing that they did with hip hop. Yeah. Like, oh, listening to hip hop promotes violence. But at the end of the day, it's like, one, these are real people and these are real people's stories. And two, stop trying to paint a fucking narrative. Yeah. No. And trying to blame. Just to right. blame something. Exactly. You want to blame something. Someone when it's like, or a group of people. It's just all so weird. Yeah. No, I agree. I yeah. agree completely. Yeah. But I guess my other question for you, I guess, to look at the other side of things is, is there a fine line between being real and crossing boundaries? Who makes those? Who makes those boundaries at the end of the day, right? Because I feel like you may have your perception of what's crossing the line and then Joe Schmo over there is going to have another perception of who's crossing the line. And at the end of the day, if you're not the owner, can you really dictate what who the only person that can dictate what crosses the line and who sets those boundaries is Lemmy and or the talent or so Lemmy or the talent. Right. But also, oh, right. The editing. I think Zeus Network as, a, as an entity is responsible to setting those boundaries. Krishan is going to be Krishan with or without ne- right. Zeus Network. Right? right. They could have easily edited that out, but they didn't. And I feel like that's setting the boundaries and clearly they crossing those in in your eyes. They cross those boundaries and a lot of people's eyes, they cross those boundaries. But if you don't like it, then don't subscribe to it. So my other question for you is, do you think that they should have showcased Smiley's seizure? Why not? It's real. Yeah, but some people feel like that was taking it too far. Yeah, I saw the comments today. She went yeah. on live and and she said it made her sad that they posted that on the promo. But yo, you said okay, here's my thing. It's like you really go on like how are you going to sit there and go on reality TV and then try to dictate what what makes the cut and what doesn't? Like A lot of people have done that with the oxygen. But this is TV, you're talking about streaming TV. Platform, like yeah. here's my thing again why if if I, I put myself in lemmy's position i put myself in, in in being the ceo and at the end of the day you sign yourself up for this and this this show 
And I'm not going to sit here and, and say that I'm not going to put it why because it hurt your feelings or it makes you look in a certain light when at the end of the day, that's what the purpose of this is. Like, is it a little harsh to say that? Maybe. Is it a little not empathetic, which I can be empathetic, right? I, I'm extremely empathetic. I feel like I can understand why they say that, but it's like, you look, should I, like, should I bring up our friend? Like, you know, like our friend was on a reality TV show and was embarrassed, right? Was and production em- set her up. Yes. Was embarrassed on, on reality TV. I'm pretty sure if she wanted, like, if she could, she would not want that showcased on TV. But at the end of the day, you sign up for that. And then you're going to be mad when they broadcast what happened. It's kind of like uh, stupid, right? Like, I mean, I feel like if, if that was my company and, you know, you seen the history, it's not like we're brand new. It's not like I try to, you know, this is, it's going to be on there. And if you, you sign the contract, don't like that, then don't be on it. Plain and simple. Go, go to acting, go, go to other, go to Netflix, go, <laughs> go somewhere where they will respect you more. If you think that's disrespectful, cause you know, people can say, you know, you're disrespecting me. Well, girl, I'm sorry, but that's just the way the cookie crumbles. And, right. and, and I hate to be that guy, but I don't, think that they crossed the line when the truth is the truth whether it's ugly or pretty okay so i guess i know we always talk about how you can't control the internet but would you agree that you can control what you at least put out and do you think that zeus should be held responsible for that you feel like they shouldn't be held responsible look yeah i mean people (laughs) don't feel like they should you don't feel i don't care you do not care i'm just kidding i i i think that yes it's telling when they allow certain things to happen it's telling of who they are as a as a network and i feel like that should tell you as a people make you second guess me and tiana i had asked her a question right i had said yo imagine this podcast blow up right and they ask you to be a host to a reunion would you do it and immediately without a doubt without even a thought she because me i'd be like well if the money's good you know like why not and didn't even think about the money she was like absolutely not i'm like (laughs) what are you serious we're not even gonna talk about it she's like no yeah You want to tell them what you said? like Yeah, because look at their track record. You think I'm going to go on there and deal with such unprofessionalism? Because I just don't want to do that. Right. And I refuse to put myself in a situation where I could get fucked. Because they set people up all the time. They lie to people all the time. There's always like some issue with contracts and they always trying to people always trying to sue them it's always something right and so i was like well you got a point there right so she's clearly in a place where she can decipher and i feel like anybody who is smart enough to decipher would under like because she put it into my me i see money and i'm like you know what i don't care like to me that's just who i am like sometimes i'll put myself in a position where i can because i feel like i can handle my own And this is why we are each other's balance, because sometimes money is not always everything. And I feel like I got to remind her of that. And I respect her for that because she keeps me grounded. And and I feel like, again, this is why I say listening to someone like her, there are people that can be like Tiana, but you signed up for the program and you were someone like me. And then it's like, you're going to get mad. Like to me, this is what I told her, too. If they try to fight you, 
I'm a fucking fight and I'm not going to be mad at it. Like, you know, like I'm a hold my own and like, I can't be mad because I signed up for this situation. <laughs> Yo, you are so stupid. <laughs> but like, you know what? You mentioning that really does bring me to a great question, I guess. I don't even know if this is really a question or whatnot. Just the topic of Zeus Network versus the professionalism i feel like those two things are very different i feel like zeus network as a whole is like you see the shows you see it's ratchet you see it's raunchy you see you see all that good shit but when talking about their professionalism do you think that zeus network has professionalism because in my opinion again i don't know everything that goes on behind closed doors with whoever it is with the production team, whoever's in the editing room, whoever's uh, in, in charge of publishing, producing, producers, you know, I don't see all of the BTS stuff of it behind the scenes and production aspect of it. And I'm just wondering in terms of contracts and all of those things, is Zeus Network trustworthy or are they shady? Are they even professional? Because we've seen a lot of things come into play where I kind of start to question. We know the network is raunchy, but in terms of actually being professional with the contracts, with being on time, with letting people know all the information, are you guys really professional? It's a good question. And I think you hit it on the mark there when it comes to professionalism I don't necessarily think they're professional. And we can use the VMAs as an example. I feel like they're not as formal and professional as they should be. As the bigger they get, the more professional, the more you should really put money into uh, PR and and organizing and HR because, you know, you have a lot more eyes. And and here's, you're, you're absolutely right. The, the the Mayweather fight was an example of unprofessionalism. Like you you see Zeus in the building and a Zeus network event and look what happens. It was extremely ratchet, right? Like but like it was just it, severely disorganized. And disorganized and just extreme like it just didn't have to be as wild and barbaric as it was and mm-hmm. it was, right? So I feel like you're absolutely right. Even the VMAs. And this isn't to shit on Sukihana, but like her being on the floor and acting like a certain way. Like you know, I, I feel like, look, be yourself. There's a time and a place. Be yourself, but like you're now entering another form of light, another level up. And I feel like, you know, as a as a representation of Zeus Network, be like that on cameras when you're filming for the show. Right. Be like that when you're promoting it on Instagram. But when you're in these like dom- predominantly, you know, white events and like, who have run this and, and you're, I you're, feel like you're, it's not necessarily about being in predominantly white spaces. I, I feel like it's more just, again, a different space, more professional. You're right. Because you're right, you you're can right. have a black space that's way, they are not accepting of that reality TV shit, not sure. accepting of that raunchy shit, that's that true. ghetto shit. And it's very just like giving black excellence, Afro beats, Kanakalon, you know, natural yeah. hair, like, yeah. or just anything else that's, again, like, I've been in spaces like that where yeah. even if it's black women in tech, you know, these are professional spaces, whether it doesn't matter, right. white, black, or anything. You, if you're entering a space that is professional, you need to know how to conduct yourself. I agree. I so agree. that whatever message or however you you want to showcase yourself can be received properly because that's just how life works. I agree a thousand percent. And, and I think like, again, you're entering a room full of like A-list celebrities. Right. You're you're on a carpet. There's cameras and media everywhere. And I just feel like, there, like you said, there's a time and place. And professionally, I think. 
here's my thing. I don't think Zeus needs to be held accountable morally because it's an entertainment business. However, it's an entertainment business. And if you're going to be in an entertainment realm where there's professionalism, you need to act professional and you need to really hold yourself accountable professionally. And I feel like that's a great question and a great point to bring because I don't think Zeus Network is very professional. Right. Because I feel like with the way things seem to be working, I feel like the network content itself and their professionalism seem to be colliding a little too much for me. Like, it's like, it's giving what I see on the network is how your company is going to act. And Mm -hmm. those two things need to be separated. The same thing with Sukihana. Like, I feel like your music and your brand, and this is hard. This is hard because I get it. Like, you are your brand. But sometimes in certain places, I feel like those two need to be separated so that people... This is just hard. I just feel like there was this no need hard. to be on the carpet on the floor looking like that. Like, like what? What was the point? You know, like I really. What was the point? Yo. Like, it's not like you sat there and was promoting a song or maybe acting right. Like, okay, right. maybe then what I can the make point? an example. The what point, was the, the point? point to her was, I'm this, and I'm gonna show you guys that I'm Suki with the good coochie. Okay, but you can do that when you're like, I don't know, like you can do that anywhere without, sometimes people do too much. I feel like she needs to be more digestible. And she's not digestible. In general. And to everybody. Because sometimes listening to her song, I'd be like, damn, I can't do it. We see the world of Zeus Network content as well as their quote unquote professionalism colliding. And I feel like those two worlds need to be two separate entities. And that brings us into um, a situation that happened to someone that, did you want to well, expand yes. on that? So um, shout outs to uh, my friend, Bibi. Um, shout out to Bibi. Yeah, AKA Lipstick and Lyrics. Find her on Instagram and on Twitter. She knows what's up. She sent me this article that she found on Twitter. Well, this thread that she found on Twitter about this stylist who, who her name is Sierra. Sierra Boyd. Yep. Sierra Boyd. Her and, Instagram name is First Me Good. Yep. And um, this is how we ended up finding out about this situation. So basically, as we investigated this whole situation, I mean, it was a whole Twitter. It was a whole Twitter thread, Twitter link that um, Sierra had put out, basically exposing Winnie Stocks, who is a celebrity stylist and creative director that works with Zeus Network. And she talks about how he tried to scam her. And at this point now, it just makes me wonder, like, where are the contracts? Where's the professionalism? Right. And so it goes on to continue where, you know, he sends her pictures of the styles that he likes that she designs that he wanted. And most of those had prints as in um, Nike or logos, 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 prints. Sorry. Thank you. No. And so he sent those to her. So she was on the impression, okay, like I'll bring these, but as well as the other outfits and designs that don't have um, logos. And just for context, um, Sierra is known for taking sneakers, Mm -hmm. like sneakers apart and making them into dresses or corsets or stuff that, you know, people can wear. And that's really what she's known for. So when we say logos and prints, we're talking about, like you said, Nike, Balenciaga, all these specific Adidas, New Balances, like, but she knew on that when you're on TV and stuff like that, you can't put logos on there. So even though he had mentioned to bring the logos, she also kind of had a hunch to not to also bring extra stuff. Exactly. Because she knows how the she's worked with like 
famous right. people like Cardi B. She's worked with HBO Max, and, right? And, right. And you know, professional um, networks. And so basically, um, as she gets there, he explains to her like, you know, I only need you for Wednesday. I only need you for like one day, so we're not overwhelming you. And yeah, he wanted her to just crash in a hotel room with one of his teammates and his right. team members, which is already. Which is already weird. Again, coming from a production right. company, where was the contract? You should be paying for travel expenses. You should be paying for a place to stay, a place to sleep. You should be paying for transportation as well. And even even if she said, okay, yeah, I, you know, I'm a drive. Same way. You got to cover gas. You got to cover those expenses. Right. right. So then he informs her like, hey, boo, like keep your gas receipts and food. Um, and we're going to be doing uh, reimbursements. So she was like, okay, so should I send them to you or someone else? Cause again, usually when you're working with a production company, they have people for things like that, whether it's a PA or someone else. Right. So he said, me, please. I tally everything. So she says, okay, cool. A week passes by after that. And she doesn't hear from him. And so a week passes by and she says, Hey, when will we be in bursts? And he goes, they messed up on the receipt. So probably next week. Right. So, so now it's all weird because she sent you the receipts, though. Right. And so here's what you got to keep in mind. It was already weird that they, he was running around with the transportation. Then she put her pride aside and was like, you know what? I'll crash because this is an opportunity. But the hotel room. Mm-hmm. Um, OK, you know, sharing it with a room. That's already red flag. And then um, even the the fact that he said bring your prints with bring your bring your clothes with the logo in it that's already a red flag mm-hmm. and even her she seemed like she was already feeling that vibe right, right. but was still hopeful that this was all going to work out in right. her favor and now he says oh send me the receipts but then says oh i messed up with the receipts it's just all sounding off yeah it's all sounding off it's not making any sense and then she follows up and says when are we gonna get our payment so now she's just very like straightforward because it's like okay you're dancing around this you were already weird it was already off like what's really going on like you know what i mean right he then responds with this which kind of feels like gaslighting and manipulation so he says i told everyone the situation that you came to set without confirming that you didn't have the piece that I requested for the girls. Next time that happens, I will never work with you again. It's not fair that you got a hotel stay for free and didn't bring the garment that was confirmed and requested. So everyone was thinking that you tried to scam me into other pieces and we as a team did not appreciate that at all. You stayed in my assisted my assistant's room for days without telling me you had the incorrect piece. It's not a good look to me at all. So really, you are not a part of production. Now, I got something to say about that because mm-hmm. one, right, he made it sound like they got her a hotel room. Mm-hmm. Two, the piece that he's referring to is a logo printed piece that was either way never going to make it on there, mm-hmm. right? So that's already sounding a little off. But three, you hear the tone of that text. I want to allow the viewers and the people who are listening right now to understand how he comes off. And I have a clip of uh, the same type of tone where he talks to somebody who who was on set i forgot i just found this video online but he speaks in the same tone and i want you guys to hear it because 
as you're starting to see, he can be very condescending. I made sure everybody was taken care of and I'm like last to go. So it looked like I'm like not working right now, but I made sure everything was taken care of. So I'll be done any minute. We don't know where the shoes is at. Um, they went to go pick them up. They're at our office. No, I need the shoes here. This is so unprofessional. With the Angel Brings team, sometimes you just get people that think that they're like talent also when really you're the help, unfortunately. Oh, How yes, about you get out of land our... and help us out? Okay, like calm yourself. No, because I'm, I'm the one that's been here doing everything. No, it's not unprofessional. It's like, what are you talking about? What's unpro what do you see that's unprofessional? How could you even have the balls to even walk in here and just talk to women like that? Like, you would have swore this was stacks, fashion show, and we were working for him. This it's very professional show. because Angel, I'm the one that's been making sure everything is put together. team wanted to make sure that they looked pretty. So instead of making sure that the garments were being like handled. Okay, we need to chill out. Like... Oh, well girl, your assistant should have assisted. Unfortunately, you gotta pick one. Do you wanna be in hair and makeup and look sickening? Or do you want the girls that are going down the runway in front of press to look sickening? Which one do you want, girl? So look, I don't have the context as to why. I don't know if that was deserved to the girl. However, I want you to understand his character. He says you're an assistant and you're nothing but an assistant. Mm -hmm. And that's how he perceives people and his position of power. Right. And so I feel like that's the same tone you hear in that text message. And I wanted you guys to hear it because that's how he's viewing someone like Sierra. Right. Mm -hmm. We gave you this luxury, which, bro, you she shared a room with somebody. Somewhere down the line, he must have fucked up because it don't make no sense how you sit there and say, send a receipt to me, I tally everything, and then all of a sudden, someone else messed up. It's just all not making no sense to me. Sounds like bullshit to it's me. It's all bullshit. Mm -hmm. So we actually got a chance to sit down with celebrity designer Sierra Boyd and got the opportunity to interview her. So here it is. Enjoy. Thank you for, for coming through. I know it's been a it's been a couple of reschedules but we made it yeah we made it that's all that matters exactly <laughs> we went through a whole lot to like relocation just now because yeah. they're working on our studio like in the window so sorry nice. about that but yep. yes oh i am so glad to have you here i feel like it's been so long mm -hmm. Um, so first and foremost, um, before I even intro the show and everything, I just want to tell you who we are. So my name is Tiana Locke, and this is Jesse Strange, lovely co-host. And so basically, this is the Petty Headquarters. Everything we cover is from like, you already know, celebrity drama, uh, Zeus Network, reality TV, all of those things. And her friend, actually, you want to tell yeah. a story? So my friend, Bibi, uh, she saw your story on Twitter and was like, oh, this is something right up your alley. And we had just finished like covering, you know, everything with like Stunner Girl being on Zeus Network, everything yeah. like that was just coming up. And we had just followed the baddies uh, when they came to the East Coast. And we thought it was interesting. We like to hear your story because we heard well, we read what happened and it doesn't surprise right. us at all. <laughs> Right. I should have been asking questions beforehand to other people that clearly knew 
clearly yeah, we'll, we'll get into it oh yeah, your yeah. kitty in the background that's so cute <laughs> yeah that's pablo oh. <laughs> so we have sierra boyd in the building celebrity fashion <laughs> stylist i like to look at your work and think of it as transformer baddie clothes because it really be looking <laughs> like that like you know she was featured on the hype hbo max streetwear competition featured in Vogue, did work for Cardi B and other notable celebrities, which is amazing. So like my first question for you is like, how long were you like designing for? Yeah. Like, like, tell us, tell about, us that. about yourself and then how you got into it and, and all that stuff. How long you've been designing and everything. All right. Dope. So I actually started like actually sewing. Um, I got back to sewing in 2016, which was like my junior year of college. Um, I was already going to Ohio University uh, for retail merchandising and fashion product development, which is not necessarily fa well, not fashion design at all. It's um, more like the business side of fashion and merchandising and like the behind the scenes work is like what I was doing. Mm -hmm. um, so I honestly didn't even no I wanted to go to school for well I did but like you know how when you're going to college and stuff and you're you're planning like you know post life after high school and people always be like yeah, yeah. go to school for something that's gonna make you money and like mm -hmm. you know always have like a plan a play plan b plan c so you know I was really like going along with that because like I had originally went to school for business mm. but when wow. I looked at X, <laughs> I was like I don't know if calculus seven is going to work for me. Right. So um, I ended up like meeting friends who were like very like flamboyant in their style like I was. And um, they ended up telling me they were fashion majors. So I was like, oh, shit. I didn't even know OU had a fashion program. So, um, you know, my sophomore year, I ended up like signing up for the fashion program. And like everything was like amazing from there. Like nothing was hard. Everything was fun. Um, and I loved everything about it. And like, I ended up like, you know, I, like I said, I didn't know I wanted to be a designer. So I was like doing stuff like such as like styling. And like, I actually had my own magazine on campus. Um, and it was like the first mass printed fashion magazine on my campus, which is still there to this day. Um, and I passed it down to like, you know, um, the younger generation, but, um, yeah, so I was doing stuff like that, and um, my dad, my junior year, bought me a sewing machine for Christmas. Oh, nice. I was spending winter break at OU, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to just make something, because I haven't opened it up, like, and I just want to see what I can make. So, um, and I had an old sewing pattern, and I was like, all right, well, I'm going to just try to make, like, a skirt and a top. And I made it, and, like, I loved it, and I was like, wait, this is... I think this is my calling. Um, and even though like the skirt and the outfit that I made, like obviously like looking back now was not like um, <laughs> correctly made, but like I still like saw a vision. So I was like, okay, this is like my path. So from junior year up until graduation, like I was like watching YouTube videos, um, learning everything I could about like sewing and like how to design and stuff like that. Um, so fast forward to when I graduated from OU in 2017, I was like so depressed like after like I graduated because I couldn't get a job for shit like and also like my plan was to like move to like a big city like um but the reality was I had no fucking money I could barely find a job and I was just trying to like jug it and like wait to see like if I could get something like in LA or New York or something and 
never happened. So I like slowly started to unpack my shit. Like oh. I'm not going anywhere. So let me just like, you know, start making shit. And like, I was feeling so depressed. And like my only dream at that point was to become a fashion designer. So, and the only thing that was stopping me was coming up with a name. And wow. you know, I was, like, the Instagram page and stuff like that. So, like, I'm sitting here, like, thinking so hard, like, this day when I'm like, you know what, I got to put a stop to this. Like, I'm starting my line today. So, I'm sitting up here thinking about names. I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to call it? Like, designs by Sierra Boy don't even sound right. Like, I want something <laughs> wrong. Right. So, I was sitting there thinking about it. And I was like, wait, my Instagram name is Frisbee Good. Everybody already knows me as Frisbee Good. So, why don't I name my clothing line Frisbee Good? Because I had actually started the tag name frisked me good when I first ever started Instagram and I got it from a Rihanna song called Rockstar 101 and she says make sure you frisk me good check my panties oh, and wow. Like, oh wow so little did I know that like my brand identity was sitting under my nose the entire time so um started frisk me good uh, from there and um just started working with stuff like around my house like I was living with my mom, so I was, like, working with, with stuff, like, in the attic, and, like, I didn't even realize I was, like, upcycling until, like, <laughs> later down the road, but, like, I couldn't afford the fancy fabrics that I wanted, and, like, even a little further down the road, when I started to be able to afford the fabrics, I realized people like my upcycle stuff better than they liked the stuff that I was making with just regular fabric, so I was like, wait, why don't I just make this my entire mission? Like, I yeah. already, like, of sustainability, upcycling, recycling, and reworking. So I'm gonna just make that my whole brand. So that's first wow. Go was born. That's that's crazy. so that's beautiful, beautiful, honestly, because a lot of people don't talk about that. Like, you know, the times when you were struggling, the time when you was broke, the time when you was down bad. Ooh. And it's like, you know, to see like, you know, Cardi B was wearing your stuff, Chinese Kitty was wearing your stuff. It's it's amazing. Like to take sneakers and turn it into clothing it's is crazy. insane in itself. Like, I know there was a story that you posted. It took you like 12 hours to yeah. do like one set. And I'm just like, yo, this girl is it. <laughs> she is the real deal so like you you already knew like from the time your dad got you that sewing machine you knew that that was your thing yeah I, I had a lot of doubts along the way like it mm -hmm. took me like a minute to like get confident like with my like designing and I have like a quick story time real quick of when I confirmed that like I'm on this earth to be a fashion designer period and is <laughs> reason but um you know when I was going through like my like it was probably like my second year of designing and I was really starting to feel like discouraged like I was almost ready to give up on everything but and and on top of that the job situation was fucked up I couldn't find no job in fashion I was broke I was hungry it was a lot going on so um I was like sitting in my workroom uh well I was in like this in the attic like at my mom's house at this time which was my workroom um and there was this app called the Google Arts and Culture app and it was an app where you could like take a picture of yourself and it would give you back a piece of art that you look like. So wow. I'm like just in the room looking bummy as fuck. Like I literally, I have on a bandana, my glasses. Like I just, I, I wanted to look cute, but I was just like, fuck it, I'm gonna just take the picture. So I took the picture and the picture that I got back was of a black woman from the 1930s sewing. Wow. That was, was the universe right there. Exactly. And it's um it's a painting by an artist. His name is Francis Chris. And he used to like 
I don't remember where he's from right now, but like he used to like go around his town and do portraits of people in the town. And this was like, and and there's no information on this woman. Like I tried to Google her and everything to see if I could like find who she was, get more information. There's no information on her. So that made me think about like how I feel like black women in fashion have like been erased for so many years. Like we barely have any stories of even like the most like known, like, um, fashion designers that actually ended up making a name for themselves so with looking at that picture it really made me think like damn like I'm really here to like give a voice to black women in this generation like there's no reason that like you we don't know like I mean we can barely name any black women designers off the top of our heads that are on the same level as like Gucci, Louis, Fendi, Prada there's really nobody so I felt like at that moment, that is my mission to be one of those people who are like legendary. And I want to be like one of the first black women to accomplish something in the fashion world. So, wow, that's really beautiful. Like, I'm just like, wow, you know, it's so true. There's not there is not much black woman that's in the like fashion stylist industry. Like, do you have some stylist that you look up to? Um, so my, my favorite designer, um, he's, he's dead, but like, he's, (laughs) but he's like, I I really love him though. Um, his name was, um, Patrick Kelly and he reminds me so much of myself. And it's so funny because my family, like my mom's side of the family, they um, migrated to Ohio from Vicksburg, Mississippi. And Patrick Kelly is actually from Vicksburg, Mississippi. Um, But he ended up like being like one of like the first black people to like ever be like accepted into like this really like prestigious, like French um, fashion, like it's like a fashion organization. Um, And he used to like create things that are very like flamboyant and colorful and fun, like kind of like the stuff that I make. And like, he was always like working with materials that he that, that he had and, um, you know, just always like taking little elements of whatever he had and make it into something beautiful. Um, and unfortunately, like at the peak of his career and like the end of the eighties, he ended up passing and, um, you know, his stuff ended up getting stolen by big fashion houses and mm. like, you know, his story, like really, you know, ended in a bit of a tragic way, but, um, I really do love and look up to him as a designer. Nice. Beautiful. That's crazy. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty wild. I feel like this is not something people talk about. So it's just refreshing to hear you talk about it. Mm -hmm. And I know, again, we already spoke about you working with Cardi B and all these like other people. Uh, I wanted to ask you, like, how was the process working with those like high profile individuals? It was amazing. Like, honestly, um, those was it a hard process like or was it smooth? It was pretty smooth, but okay. things that I did that I fucked up. Well, I didn't fuck up but, like, <laughs> that. Like, you know, as a person who's just now starting like first ever celebrity clientele, like, OK, for example, like for the Cardi thing, like I didn't realize that they wanted me to bring my sewing machine and like. Yeah, because I kind of thought they already like maybe had something, but I wasn't asking enough questions. That's my fault. But I kind (laughs) of thought they already like had something like a studio where they had everything set up and Mm. whatever. But they wanted me to bring my sewing machine. But this is the thing, though. Um, When I create like sneaker stuff, I use an industrial machine. So I don't even have the type of machine that you can like take to other places. So I had to like literally like run around L.A. like all day and it's a Sunday so you know the fashion district mm. is closed mm-hmm. um, no it's a, it was a Saturday but it was like six o'clock and nine o'clock on a Saturday so I had to figure out like where I could go to like sew the piece and I had to like run around the town and 
it was very scary it was very scary <laughs> but you made it happen you found something yes i did yes yeah. I, I thank god like and luckily <laughs> like i got i got homies in la who are like willing to like let me use their machines but i ended up like reaching out to like a, a business that that sold industrial machines and had the machine i was i was trying to use so wow. so yeah and it's another instance where i almost fucked up um when i was doing um the project with Sierra and I had made her like these like Balenciaga like shoes but like she wanted them to be like high top like they were like the heels mm-hmm. um but when I had got to LA it was late and it was like 11 o'clock at night and like I knew like Colin he was busy so he didn't text me back but I was like okay let me maybe just get started and usually I just start deconstructing so I'm cutting the shoes and he texts me back and he was like yeah make sure um you don't or you make sure you keep the size 10 for Sierra. So, um, you know, that's the, that's the shoe that she's wearing. That's the base shoe. And I'm like, fuck, I just cut up like, <laughs> damn. Shoes left. And I was like, I told him, I was like, okay, I already started cutting. And he was like, okay, well, those are the last size 10 Balenciagas. Oh, and all shit. of that. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck, I just got here and I'm already fucking up. So... <laughs> I'm like going, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm just start praying. And I start going through the boxes because I haven't opened up two. And thank God, the size 10, I did not cut it. I was this I was he I was one text away from cutting those shoes. Wow. So it's been instant. Yeah, not everything goes smooth, but it's all my fault for, for the most part. So when yeah. You're, when you're working with these celebrities, is there like a contract that you guys sign? Or is this kind of just like DMs, hey, we like your stuff and we'll pay you? It's a little bit of both. Um, you know, for uh some gigs, it's like more like high profile than others. So like when I work with Cardi B, I did I was made to sign an NDA and stuff about that night. Um, but as far as like, you know, just other gigs and stuff like that, like with the Sierra thing, I didn't really have to sign a contract, but I feel like every like celebrity opportunity I've ever had was like all from Instagram. Like it's always, I get a DM or I get an email or something. So. Okay. That's cool. Sorry. Sorry. We just had like a little minor um, technical difficulty, but it's okay. <laughs> um, so that's cool. So it's basically like a mixture of DMs and contracts, right? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Okay, so when it's like the DMs, is that smooth or is it like uh, you running people down or is it just like chill for the most part? Chill. Um, I rarely reach out to people because I'm like a big believer in like destiny and whatever's mm-hmm. meant to be. Like I usually don't like reach out to people because like, you know, when you when you hit people up, like it's kind of like you're you hit me up. So you should just give it to me. Why? I, I'm not. I feel like when you hit people up. Right gonna be trying to solicit people to buy stuff from you and this is how I make my living and this is how I eat so uh, it's really not gonna work for me to just be you know um one soliciting doesn't feel right and then two um you know if people want to like pull or um use my stuff for press I have a showroom so um from there like they're they're able to like borrow my stuff but like only through my showroom and that's it so um but yeah it usually goes pretty smooth I mean um for the most part like it's usually pretty positive so okay so that's cool so it sounds like the people that you've worked with you know the ones that have went smooth they kind of had like a simple structure for you and you also had a structure for them in terms of them finalizing stuff that they want so that that sounds good so now we are about to get into the (laughs) nitty-gritty um and I guess my next question for you is 
were you presented with that same structure when working with Winnie Sachs, aka Zeus Network? So I was not. Um, so I've, I'm at a place in my career right now where I really don't even do things for like free or like, it's usually when I'm working with celebrities or something like that, it's always like an equal exchange. Either I'm getting paid or, um, y'all pulling from my showroom. There's really no in between, but I'm a huge fan of Zeus Network. I watch, I tune in every Sunday. (laughs) I love me from tragedy. Like it's so (laughs) bad. (laughs) <laughs> but I love it and I'm a huge fan so when Winnie hit me up like he was like it was kind of like a just like a come through type of vibe yeah um and you know like I said I love Zeus I love um trash TV I love baddies so <laughs> I was like well I mean as long as like you cover my travel um and you pay me for gas and everything we're good I, I mean I could use a little you know I could use a little vacation where I just right. come down and I'm a very adventurous type of person. Like, I'm like the type of person, like, I want to see what's going to happen if I go. So, mm-hmm. um, but it bit me an ass this time. So, um, so yeah, um, the, the thing about it that was different from the other ones is this was not a paid thing. This was just like my travel is being covered. So, mm-hmm. which I didn't mind. I felt like I had nothing to lose. Right. So, yeah. And yeah. did you know about Winnie Stacks prior to him hitting you up? Did you have to, you like know his work? No, so I didn't know this man from a can of paint. Um, You're lying. So, okay, the only thing I've ever known about this man was he was on an episode of Bad Boys Club and he had the fashion show on the episode of Bad That's literally That's the literally only... us too. Literally yeah. the only yeah, thing. Okay. Yeah, that's literally the only reason why I know this man. So I literally, outside of that, I don't know this man from a can of paint. I don't know who he's worked with. All I know is he, you know, is tied in with Zeus and he had a fashion show on the show. So I just thought like it was legit. <laughs> nice. Because I was wondering, did you, so you guys did not know each other prior to him DMing you, right? Oh, we don't even follow. Well, so he had DM me about other projects and they like didn't work out at the time or mm. whatever. Like years ago, like this was not like recently. This was like maybe like three, four years ago, if, if that. So, um, other than that, like he's hit me up for stuff and never worked out, but I don't know. I don't know this man. Right. Because the way the DM was, like, you know, I know you shared your thread on Twitter. The way the message was, like he was just a little too informal and comfortable with messaging you in a certain way, which kind of to me or to us, it was kind of like, oh, why are you so comfortable? Like, hold up, back yeah. up. I don't even know you like that. Like, hold up. And he was baddies very, like, look he was- like what? Yeah. And like, even like in our messages, like he was so nice, like even something, some stuff that I didn't show, like he sent, well, it was gone because it was a voice note, but like he had sent me a voice note, like, oh my God, like, we're just so grateful to have you. And like, we're just so excited. And thank you so much for dedicating your time to come down and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my God, he's so nice. (laughs) You're right. Suspiciously nice. Right. 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 That's what I'm just trying to wonder like what went wrong, like from this niceness to all of a sudden the gaslighting. Like, you know what oh, I mean? I like, and when I say like this man has a reputation, but I didn't think to I am connected with so many people who have so many bad horror stories with working with this man that I should have been asking people. Wow. <laughs> do, you, wait, how do, you, do you know this man like what's wow. this vibe like I should have asked but like I I was and then on top of that I was crunched for time because I think he asked me to come on like Sunday 
and he wanted me to be there on Tuesday. Right. It was wow. very quick. I really just wasn't really thinking. I didn't really have. I don't know. I just really wasn't thinking to just ask people I know before it, I even did this. It seemed like it was very on the moment type thing. Like, yeah. oh, okay, I got to get it done now. And it seemed like a great opportunity because I mean, yeah. you, you, especially if you like Zeus, hell yeah. Right. Like to see yeah. your stuff on Zeus, that'd be fire. Hell but, yeah. um, but I did uh, see an interview, which I know you mentioned bad boys and I, I want to play it for you and see what your opinion on is on it is because um, he talks about, Zeus Network and how I'm gonna just yeah so basically in the clip he talks about how like you know you'll hear it do you have it ready yeah okay we're gonna play it for you all out to my whole team out to Texas to work on the wardrobe okay I mean from uh, my team having its own sprinter Mm -hmm. to me having my own black truck okay it was just fabulous from time from point a to point c yes you know and zeus coin coin is coining okay okay? that check is checking like i said a lot of networks they can say they talk shit and all that but like Mm -hmm. when zeus cuts the check zeus cuts the check period you know and 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 they have budget no (laughs) zeus is probably the only company um in the tv world that i worked Mm -hmm. with that actually has a budget oh okay Okay. outside of your payment so he says you know zeus network is the only tv where yada yada has a budget and i'm just curious to know where that budget was when it came to you you know is he all talk because i've also seen clips of him you know kind of just being condescending to other people on set and stuff like that so I, i'd like to hear your feedback on that so this is what I so this is how styling works so zeus the network gives winnie the stylist the budget he uses the budget to source the clothes so once the budget is in his hand it has nothing to do with zeus I'm not an employee of Zeus. I am just contracted by Winnie or or was contacted by Winnie from, and with the funds that he received from Zeus to style should have been given to me to either buy an outfit or reimburse for gas. It shouldn't have been reimbursed. It should have just been to pay me to come Mm -hmm. to cover my everything. So what I think when shit gets shady like this and when when stylists cut corners they pocket the budget and then they are cheap as fuck like when it comes to the actual clothes like yeah he I mean because the budget like is supposed to pay you but it's also supposed to you know cover wardrobe wow I think in my opinion, I think Zeus Network needs to be watching his ass because mm-hmm. the budget is not being spent properly. how it's supposed to, properly. This is not how it's supposed to work. Like, and it's like, okay, especially like with a project like this, like it's like, why is there like a whole closet full of stuff for 12? Like, why is nothing thoughtfully being like curated? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why are you not just like going? looking at each girl's picture and be like oh she's wearing this let's get three options for her oh she's wearing this let's get three options for her i mean i'm not a style i'm a designer so i don't really i don't do all the stylish shit like bringing all the clothes and lugging all that shit around i don't do that Mm -hmm. but 
I feel like I know how it should operate and how I would operate that if I was. So it's just like, you got to make it make sense. And, and with that situation, it really doesn't make sense to have literally like 100 pieces of clothing and you need option. It just really doesn't make sense. A hundred percent. And I definitely had that same conclusion based off of listening to that. I'm like, he talks about the coin, but then he's being cheap with, with stylists. And then he wants to sit there and say, you know, black, we need to support black owned businesses, black, you know, creators, yada, yada, yada. But it just seems very hypocritical. And that's what I kind of assumed too, that maybe he was pocketing the money because I don't understand how you can brag about Zeus Network having a budget yet you're acting like you're broke, you know, that part. (laughs) Oh my God, literally. And it's just like, I I don't even really, I mean, I do understand what's going on, what I, what allegedly, allegedly, (laughs) allegedly. But it's just like, I don't know. It's just like make it make sense and talk about all this coin and this and that. And they got a budget. Like, I just, it just really doesn't. It's not adding up. Right. At all. Yeah. Um, Yeah. He actually like, you know, to piggyback off of what she said, that whole point about Zeus network is black owned and helps black entrepreneurs like myself. And we need more of that. I'm just like, wow, but you fucked over someone else who's black. So please don't support. I honestly would prefer him not to support black people. Just support other (laughs) for other people. I don't, I'm, I'm honestly good on that um so yeah yeah so that <laughs> all makes sense what you said mm-hmm. because so because that was one of my questions for you like when you agreed to this were you thinking in the head okay I'm gonna be working with Zeus Network or I'm gonna be working with Winnie Stacks no I was thinking Zeus Network like the way that I had thought everything was gonna go I thought the outfits that I was bringing were already planned for certain people like you you already knew how you were gonna style it you had like the other pieces, like let's say I'm bringing a corset or something. You already got the pants and the shoes and you got everything to go with it. You're just using my stuff to aid to your styling and you already made a decision about who's wearing what. Mm-hmm. But when I get there, nobody, we don't know who the fuck is wearing what. Like, And it's just like, bro, the, we've known that the premiere and the promo was about to happen for months and weeks and like... So it's just like to be on set and like to to know that nothing was planned or nothing is set in stone or nothing was thought out or nothing was thoughtfully curated is very like bothersome and and very fishy. Yeah, Yeah, it seems very shady and like also just, again, unprofessional because that's what you say? Disorganized. Very disorganized. And I feel like that. I know that, you know, we've been on some sets too. And usually when, you know, there is a designer or a stylist on set, the people that are directing already know how they want to, you know, they already know how they want the clothes to look on specific talent and specific models. So all Mm -hmm. you got to do, they just tell you what to do, you know? And again, Winnie Sachs is a creative director. He should have took on that role. He should have took care of that, but that wasn't done. And I guess like, was there like a misunderstanding between I guess what he wanted because I was a little confused. He said that you you weren't supposed to bring prints, but didn't he ask for didn't he ask so, for that? So this is this is where I like completely was confused. So originally when like we were like going back and forth about like what he wanted me to bring, he was like, Yeah, just send me like screenshots of like your best. 15 to 20 pieces. And I was like, all right, cool. So send him all of those. And everything he's sending me back is Nike. Like I said, mm-hmm. I've been 
TV before. So it's it's strict, and this is for any network. It doesn't matter what I mean, unless you maybe like now that's TV can maybe get away with it, but I don't even. Yeah, now that's TV though. Yeah, yeah, but like a major network though, like any major network is not allowed to have logos because what happens is the um, company will charge you for not asking for permission and even when you do ask permission i think you have to pay them to um feature their uh logo and even when it's like artists and stuff like that like i was even like um i even wore like a top that my friend made on the hype and i had to get a consent form sent to her for me to be able to wear that shirt on set so i know how this shit works already and then on that like um fast forward to like when I got well this is the day that I got there I wasn't on set this day but my other friends who were designers as well told me that um one of the girls was trying to wear a a Nirvana shirt um on set and the producers not even the stylists the producers and the people who were um on set for filming told her to take it off because she could not wear logos so if you can't wear a Nirvana t-shirt then like it really that doesn't make sense to be able to bring all Nike shit. So in the back of my head, when he originally told me to bring that stuff, I already knew that that wasn't okay, but I trusted him as the stylist and as the professional on set that, okay, he 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 must know what he's doing there or there must be something that I don't know. Or maybe Zeus is different. I don't know. Like I've really never really paid attention to like logos on Zeus all like that. Mm-hmm, so, right. um. So, you know, I trusted what he was saying. But then when I got there, like, first of all, one of the pieces that he told me to bring had got sold on my website because my shit sells. And like, on top of that, like, I'm not about to make my customer mad over a free thing. Right. right. Absolutely. This is free. And then on top of that, I'm doing you a fucking favor. Right. So it's and then like. And you drove like, what was that? Like a six hour drive? Yes. Yes, I drove six hours to D.C. So in reality, I'm doing you a fucking favor. So, I mean, the fact that it's not here and I bought some backup shit just in case. So that was similar. But if I ain't got the shit no more, I ain't got the shit no more. So it it is what it is. I don't really know what to say or what to tell you. So, um, so yeah. uh, But when I got there the day that like they were like um, in his hotel room and they were like picking out the outfits for the day, which... For that day, I didn't even realize that my shit wasn't even going to get shot that day because they were doing like an all black act bad video like theme shit or whatever. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, like, and even when we got to the room, I told him like I didn't have that piece. He's like, "Oh my god, no, you don't, you didn't bring it." Like, blah blah blah. And I was like, "No, it, it got sold." Like, I, I mean, I don't really know what to tell you. It's, so, it, I mean, it's gone. But I got this other shit. And he ended up like only like deciding to use the backup pieces that I brought, which were happened not to be Nike. And I had just brought it on a humble. And then on top of that, like I thought it was weird too that he didn't ask me to bring any plus size clothes when Roly is obviously a cast member. So I was like, do they have anything planned for her? I'm gonna just bring this just in case. Like they don't. But they ended up like choosing all the stuff that I brought on backup. And they started talking about, like, when I got there, they started talking about, like, all this Nike, this and that. And I was just like, okay, well, I guess at least I bought this other stuff. So this is not a complete waste of time. But at that moment, this man did not tell me to leave. He did not tell me to go home. He did not. I mean, I was barely communicated with the entire time by him. Like, I mean, I honestly felt like he didn't even want us or you know, the people, the the other designers to even be talking to him. I 
felt like we should only address his assistant with questions. Yeah, he based off of just little clips, too, because like, of course, we don't know. I don't know who he is personally. Right. But just based off of just clips that I've seen online, he just comes off very like condescending and like he's almost like up here and you're down here and he doesn't want to address you you should like you know you should act your your position he comes off that way so it's funny that you're saying that because you can kind of see it you know it shows no that was absolutely the vibe like I mean even when I got on set that day like because before we got to set um we had had like a conversation it was me and this is when I met the other designers that were there because I thought I was the only designer that was going to be there but um and I don't care that there were other designers there but I was just under the assumption that my looks were already planned I'm the only designer and this is what it is um and and hey it it wasn't that way but I ended up making some really good friends that you know we be chopping it about this whole situation now (laughs) yeah because that whole situation Um, was just out of pocket so yeah, did I'm you? Actually, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just want to say I'm actually grateful that I wasn't there by myself, and I yeah. uh, actually other designers. But sorry, what were you gonna say? No, yeah, honestly, that's all really good. But my thing is, so I know you updated your Twitter to say that you finally did get your reimbursements. Yeah. So how did that go? Did he see this whole thing on Twitter, and is that why he reached out, or yeah. did his assistant reached out? Okay, so no, he texted me directly. Wow. I didn't. I had sent him one final warning that night because we actually had got into it. At like, so when I, um, at the end of my thread, the last messages that I sent, um, the last thing that I said after that, he called me and he was like, yeah, like, I really don't like texting. Like, this is too much. I just wanted to talk on the phone. So I'm like, cool. So we're just going back and forth. And he's just like, like I said, gaslighting me. He's like, yeah, well, you should have brought that piece. And, and that's like, not my fault. And baby, this is business. This is not just playtime and blah, 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 blah. Oh, hell no. <laughs> so I kind of lost it. And I was like, I didn't, I wasn't yelling, but I was just like, well, you know what? Whatever he said, I responded and I said, you know what? Well, that's a fucked up way to operate. And he hung up on me. <gasps> yeah. So wait, you got your reimbursements, but that no. whole situation. I didn't get my reimbursement at this point at this argument. Wow. No, at the point. And so so after that after that, after he hung up on me, I I, I was sitting here thinking, like, how am I about to handle this? Because I got to put this nigga on blast. And, like, honestly, like, I don't know if I'm going to get backlash. I'm just thinking about all the things, like, that could come of this. I could get back. I mean, I don't give a... I really don't give a fuck, to be honest. But And you shouldn't. You shouldn't give a fuck. Right. But I was just like, I know we have a lot of mutuals. And, like, um, I just didn't know how these people felt about him. And these are people that I work with. And I don't want to, like, you know, people to be coming at me like, yeah, that's my nigga. That's my... That's my... So don't talk about him and blah, blah, blah. I don't know how people operate or I don't know. I was just thinking about all the things that could happen. And at that moment, I had sent him one more text, giving him a warning. And I was like, listen, I don't want to escalate this and I don't want to take it to the next level. But if you do not respond and you do not pay me, I'm going to escalate it. Boom. He didn't respond. So I'm like, all right, time to post on Twitter. So made that thread. And the next morning I got a response and he was like, Hey, um, yeah, like we, we, you know, I really didn't appreciate being cussed at yesterday. And like, I was just wondering also, I didn't even tag him or anything or say anything about the Twitter thing, or I didn't say I was going to do that. 
Mm-hmm. But um, he ended up seeing a Twitter thread. I'm sure people sent it to him. And it was also people like sending him messages like, count your days, nigga. Like people yeah, was yeah. <laughs> a little while. So I'm sure like, you know, he saw it like through that or something or whatever. Um, and he was like, you know what? Um, you know, we'll, we'll pay you blah, 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 blah. But can you take the, can you take the Twitter thing down? And I was like, I'll take it down if you pay me the money. And he was like, okay, um, I'll see you 150 right now. He owed me like $380. Whoa. Wow. He so, sent you 150? Yep. So he sent me 150. And I was like, I was like, thank you. Um, but then I was like, all right, well, I'll take it down when you pay me the rest of the money. As you and, should. Yeah. So he was like, no, I, well, I don't have it until Friday and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Well, I just won't take it down until then. So you said that this band refused to get back to you, pay you. And it was only until after you took to Twitter and then they talking about take it down. They didn't want to even pay you. He owed you 380. You said 380. It and- only had sent me 150 was giving me to run around about Friday and this and that. I'm like, all right, well, Post not coming down till I, till I get paid. So so he finally gave you the full 380. Yes. And then that's when you took it down. No, I didn't take it down. No, I, I was going to say, I lied. saw it. We both lied. We both lied. We both lied. Yo. Both <laughs> no, honestly, and I'm glad that you didn't because you over here on these carpets talking about Zeus Network this, you over here on these shows, you over here talking about black on this, black on that, but you're not even supporting no black entrepreneurs and you acting broke. And then you over right. here talking about, oh, I'm going to wait till it get paid. Nigga, I thought you had it like that. You talking about Zeus got a Listen, for real, it was talking about checks clearing and this and that. It really doesn't oh, make oh sense. Oh my God, because this is ghetto. Ghetto as fuck. I'm like, and, and I had a lot of faith. Like I was like, I just wanted to see the goodness of network. Like I was just like, okay, like maybe they aren't that bad as everybody says. Yeah. I've tried to give them a benefit of the doubt. And like, you know, I'm not even going to say it's, I mean, at the end of the day, he's associated with Zeus. So I can't, I don't really want to say it's a Zeus thing, but it kind of is. So right. like, it, it kind of is a they, Zeus thing. They employ him at the end of the day. And if, and if right. it, it, it's their responsibility, if they give him the freedom to overlook that and they're not, then they're, they're being sloppy about it. So at the end of the day, they are the network that employs them and they should be held accountable just as much as Winnie Stacks is. Yeah. Agreed. And this is just so weird because it's like these people and these quote unquote celebrities really be hiding behind these masks as if, Oh yeah, I got it like that. I got money. My body tea, your body, not tea. The fuck? I swear. And like the whole like running theme that everybody has been saying is, is the word facade and it's giving facade. And like, you know, I really, like I said, I wanted to give it the benefit of the doubt. I wanted to give it hope, but, uh, it was much worse than I could have ever imagined. So, so after the one fifty, he ended up giving you after his, the clear the check cleared the uh, the other amount. The check cleared, <laughs> whatever, whatever. But it's like uh, you talking about I won't get the rest till next week, and look what got sent today. So it's like that's crazy. And and three eighty is not it's not like you're like twelve hundred fifteen hundred dollars. You're talking about three eighty here. I mean, not not to sound crazy, but that's not a yeah. lot of money. It's <laughs> right. not. It's, it's not. not. But you know, it, it, even though it's not a lot of money, the fact of the matter is, I drove all the way out there, so that's why I was so pressed. And then on top of that, like my mom had got me a rental yes. car because like 
she I mean I have a functioning car but she was just like concerned that like she wanted me to get there safe so got me a rental car um owed her money back from that um obviously I needed the gas reimbursed and like they were the ones that said like to keep the food receipts and keep all this and that and as they should though I feel like with a company and like production companies in general that's what they should have done you should be expensed all those things first of all they should have paid you that's the first thing and you should have had your own room you should have had your own hotel room so for him to even try to gaslight you on some oh and the fact that you slept as if he spent money (laughs) that was oh that was the kicker because first of all and luckily like and i'm grateful for this too because i was uh with his intern um we roomed together and we ended up becoming like very good friends um after this because she's also an aspiring stylist as well so um you know luckily you know it all worked out and she was also new to the zeus team and didn't really know anybody so like me and her got really close like over the the next three days but um still it's just like bro it didn't even come this didn't come out no nobody was affected so to say that I sat up in a hotel room for three days without saying that I didn't have a piece that wasn't going to be fucking used. Yeah. Was just. It's and just I was like, nigga, do your job. Do your fucking job. How about that? That Right. Part. Right. So, yeah. yeah. It was the way, really the way he came off as if it's your fault. At the end of the day, you know, you have the title of the director the that is your responsibility you're you're calling stylist you reached out he he reached out to you you know what i'm saying so to sit right. there and say that it's your fault is is out of pocket for me like to me right. i just i see past the bullshit i really do and i don't know he this is what i'm saying this network is a little shady and this is why like this is one of the episodes that we did cover like is zeus network trustworthy are they shady like you know is the content reflective of how you do business as a professional now is like one of the questions that i brought up because now it just seems like when it comes to actually like working and doing business it seems like what we seen on the network is how y'all really conduct business and that's not cool yeah. so and it's and then the super fucked up part is like oh i i was i don't know if i fully mentioned this after the nirvana t-shirt thing but also in that little meeting that we had before we went on set that day he was also like yeah and make sure you guys aren't talking to the girls like i've been in this game for 40 years and just make sure that I'm the only one talking and we're going to sit you guys in a room while they're shooting. And then if we need you, we'll call you. But like, and then it was like, okay, there's no even room for, cause this is an open studio space where there's no room. Everybody is in the same room. So like, what, what are you even talking about? And then on top of that, like the girls that I did meet, I ended up being a Roly son, a girl and, um, and Scotty. And they were so fucking nice. Like, so yeah. for you to like sit up here and be like yeah it, it was like because even when I it's just like bro like I've even like like I said I've worked with Cardi and met her before and like I mean it's okay to be a normal person and to say hello and not be weird right. so like, the fact that you even like told us to be weird before we met them and they were so nice and they were like asking us quite well you know they were just like you know just casually like yeah like just like, talking to us like, right like normal fucking people so it's just like like why even bring that weird ass energy and like on set like it felt like I don't know if the energy was like yeah like you guys like can just go sit over there while like we're like up in front of the girls like only we can that does not was what was said verbatim but this is the energy it was Mm -hmm. just like 
yeah while we're over here on set we can like cheer them on like yeah like and they were like yes like go girl while we're over in the corner just sitting there like feeling like a worthless waste of space and it's just like bro you see the petty headquarters called it first mm -hmm. I literally saw that video and all you need to do is see one to see like if you're capable of thinking like that over in a, a stylist it was like a, it was like a clip of a reality tv show that he had and it was like you could see how he acts with a stylist who was below him you can tell he's on that little yeah. power dynamic type guy yeah. you know that wants very to be pretentious mm-hmm mm -hmm yeah man I, I honestly i just think it's crazy you want to act like this but then you got no money you broke <laughs> listen it's you like, broke oh it's you like, acting oh. even if you're not broke you acting broke what you mean oh like it just feels like he tried to finesse you like he yeah. really tried it and then he want to talk about you almost came off like a scammer after he hit you up scammer was crazy great out of pocket <laughs> what am i scamming the fucking hotel room like right. that you shared right. that, <laughs> that I you shared like, you, like, he what? didn't even like accommodate that he didn't take nothing out of that budget to accommodate you nothing nothing right and then the fact that he was like saying yeah like we all thought that you were trying to know oh, y'all no. all didn't thought nothing right <laughs> i said the same thing when I, he said we all were no the only reason why if they're thinking that is because that came out of his mouth because mm -hmm. they, right again he's the one dealing with you not nobody else and they they, right. they wasn't involved in this they only saying that because you that came out of his mouth right exactly if that was even said it's all alleged like right. it's like right which i doubt that was even a, a real conversation right he just clearly it seemed like he fucked up mm -hmm. and didn't want to take accountability or exactly just, yeah exactly realizing and instead of taking doing the right thing and taking money out of his pocket to fix what he fucked up he just wanted to be weird and do that weird shit yeah it also just shows you like how he is as a person because for you to even have this mentality of only we can talk to the girls as if you was waiting for that your whole fucking life as if i haven't done anything right. like as if i've just right yeah, this is the first thing i've ever had in my life right. right and i'm just like and that's when i looked at you and who you are i'm like wait this girl it's is legit. a big deal mm -hmm. this girl has a lot of credibility and for you to hit her dms like you you know her like from down the block so informal and just to act the way he acted is just disgusting and then to even look down to you it's like Boo boo, she's met other celebrities too. Like right. she's met bigger celebrities. Listen, too. so let's let's calm it down. Like, yeah, let's take it down. Like, not too much, baby. Because mm -hmm. like, let's be so fucking for real right now. Like, yeah. like, can we please? Yeah. So Ooh. definitely, definitely very disappointing. I was just like, wow. But then again, that's a learning lesson for me for like selling myself short. Absolutely, and absolutely. And like I said, I don't even do shit like this. So this is a sign that I should continue not to do shit like this. You know what <laughs> exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. Yep. yep. <laughs> so was it really like your love for Zeus Network? That's really why you did it for free. Yes. Because um, like I, I literally, like, literally, I swear to God, like I I watch this shit literally every show. Like every show. <laughs> every like, about to watch Baddies East. You about to Listen, watch Baddies I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. I'm yeah. I'm like mad. I also don't even have my now that TV like subscription no more. But like <laughs> I love me some trash TV. So like I just I just thought it would be dope. Like yeah. I thought it would be fun. I thought it would be dope. I didn't think like I would be like going to DC to be belittled the entire time, you know?
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that that was the experience because honestly, I can understand in your being in your position because I love baddies too. And if they yeah. offered me some shit, I would probably do the same thing you do. Yeah. And, you know, like, and, and you just expecting one thing and then to be disappointed like that, especially from somebody like from a company that you really do fuck with. It's just like, it's, yeah. it's fucked up, you know? It sucks. Yeah, it's fucked up. And we definitely had this conversation before where she asked me like, if this yeah. network ever reached out to you, would you do something? And not for nothing, I told her no, because yeah. I feel like like looking at your track record, looking at the patterns, like, you know, there was a situation with Amber from Jocelyn's Cabaret. She tried to sue Zeus Network, but it seems like she settled because then that disappeared. So it's just like all these things that come out with suing the network, Red flag. suing the talent on the network. It just feels very like shady. And it's like, I love yeah. to watch it. It's entertaining. Right. But do I want to be in that environment with you? Right. No. Right. Yeah. No. And that's honestly how I feel now. I'll just remain a spectator and a fan and just you know leave it at that because it's clearly not not giving unless you are the talent on tv or like you're like part of production like for real like they Mm -hmm. don't but even the talent even the talent gets set up and gets over you know let's 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 be real and that's really what makes zeus network zeus network at the end of the day i mean well I feel like thank you so much for like taking this time yes. out to talk with us. We really appreciate it. And I'm glad that you said you wouldn't do nothing with them again. <laughs> no, maybe no. Never just yeah. honestly, I'm good. Just unless keep there's it at a my contract. Showroom. Unless there's a contract, girl. Cause you... a contract and at this point they only can pull for my showroom. And yeah, at this I'm... point. Yeah, not and allegedly he the the reason why he even brought me out was because he's banned from all showrooms in wow. LA. So that's yeah, a, that's that what, says a lot. That really does. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's so, crazy. It's crazy. That's the tea. That's definitely that's a tea. And we crazy. always be reporting on all the tea too when it comes to reality TV. Yeah trash tv celebrity gossip all that shit like we dig deep about a lot of the stuff people don't be talking about so we appreciate you coming out this has been very informal love Mm -hmm. that we got to hear your perspective your experience like firsthand it's definitely different reading the thread and then hearing it from you and you know don't settle for that shit girl because you really do have you have it and it's really cool to see your work and we're i we hope to see more from you you know like elevate shit is cool yeah yeah I your, really yeah. love this. I love this. Yeah. I love your work. Love everything. Love your designs. Do not sell yourself short again. Okay. No. Have increase okay. that ego. Increase that ego because yeah, listen. yeah. No, it's about to be. Listen, the humbleness is out the door after this shit. Like, yeah. yep, <laughs> yep. But um, yeah, y'all. Thank you so much for having me and let me like tell my side of the story. I really appreciate it, and um, I'm looking forward to watching this and more of your podcast. I'm like, hold on, let me. I'm trying to hear some more things. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So thank you so much for tuning in with us. This was really insightful, and I hope you have a great rest of your day, yes. your night, or whatever the case may be. Awesome. Appreciate you guys. All right. Bye-bye. Have a good one. Bye. Right, bye. So in conclusion, you cannot trust Zeus Network. Um, they're a little shady and I don't know if they'll get better with time. Hopefully they do, but I'm yeah. not really sure. Because we want to see you win. Look, I will. I know I want to see you win. There's a lot of haters out there that don't want to see you win, but I want to see y'all win. I really like, I really like the network. Thanks to you. You really like that ratchet shit. I do. No, like I know I like ratchet <laughs> shit, but I feel like Jesse's like a whole other level sometimes. Like. She's really like not what you guys think she is. Like you see this cute innocent face, 
This is not that's like her personality. Don't act like you're far from that. That's why I'm with, oh, that's why I'm with you. Okay, okay. You see how but quick I'm she is not, to cut me off? But I'm not like, like I can take, I can turn off and take a break. I feel like you though. No, I'm, I'm true to this. You really are like constant, like, yeah, no, I, I mean, need a break. You don't need a break. I need a break. Yeah. So with that being said, <laughs> um, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Yeah. Um, this was a good one. Yes, I enjoyed this it conversation. Was a great one. It was a great one. Comment your thoughts below. Be sure to follow us on Spotify and Apple if you're not following. So where can they find you, Jesse Strange? You guys can find me on Instagram. That's J-E-S-S-I dot Strange. And where can they find you, Tiana? You can find me on Instagram at randommania1. That's randommania and one. You can also find the podcast at the Petty Headquarters on Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, all those podcast platforms. Um, and you can also find the visual version of these episodes on YouTube at Petty Sim Productions. TikTok at Petty Sim Productions. And yeah, that's pretty much it. We release episodes every Tuesday. So yeah, be sure to follow and like, leave a review if you want to, subscribe if you want to, share share the video, comment, all that fucking shit, okay? I want to hear what you guys got to say. Yeah. I really do. Um, Yeah. Shit. I want to, y'all like Zeus? Y'all subscribe? (laughs) All that jazz. So yeah, (laughs) anywho, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And with that, that was your weekly dose of mess.